Hello and welcome back to the Teach On Teach Strong podcast. I know it has been a hot minute and many weeks since I've released an episode for you. I did kind of let things go over the summer in the end, partly as I wasn't sure if there was a need to keep providing content while so many of us were off the summer and partly because I think I just really needed to unwind myself this summer. So I did. I've done a bit of evaluating of what I'm going to do with this podcast and I have decided I'm going to do things a little differently for the time being. And what I'm going to do is release episodes only when I've got something really good to say or when someone emails me a question rather than just putting pressure to release something consistently because I did that successfully for almost two years every single week without fail perfectly consistent but it did come at a bit of a cost for me especially as unlike many other teacher podcasters I am currently still in the classroom so as you can imagine it eventually takes its toll. I'm hoping that this new approach will mean better quality content for you and continued enthusiasm for me. So this decision was a result of kind of what this episode is about today and that is all to do with well-being. So we talk about various issues around well-being quite a lot on this podcast, but there is so much more involved than what we have covered so far, believe it or not. So while I was sunbathing by a turquoise coast in the Mediterranean this summer, I did do some light reading, of course, and my topic of choice was well-being. And it inspired me to want to offer more information and support for well-being for teachers that goes so far beyond just make sure you take time to relax and have a glass of wine in the evenings. Or my favourite, make sure you find a healthy work-life balance. <laughs> so I've planned out a thorough series on well-being for teachers that will take form in a sort of pod course style. Get it? Podcast slash course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to do this a little differently than the usual series go. This series is going to be reserved only for the loyal supporters of this podcast who are listening regularly enough to catch this offer while it lasts. For you, my friend, this course is free. So episode one out of seven is going to be available on this podcast for everyone to benefit from. But if you want an extra episode a week for the next couple of months that is not going to be posted here on this podcast, then you need to make sure that you sign up via email as that's where you're going to be getting the information with login details for how to access the other episodes in the series for free. After this course has ended in a couple of months time, it will be available again, but it will be for a small fee this time. So if you want to access this pod course on wellbeing for teachers for free, then you can go to the following website and sign up today. So go to courses.trf.one forward slash TOTS. Okay, there was lots of letters there. Let's break this down. TRF basically is Teachers Resource Force. So that's easy to remember. So it's courses.trf.one and that's spelling O-N-E, one. And forward slash TOTS TOTS, which stands for Teach On, Teach Strong. Okay, I will put a link to it, of course, in the show notes so that you can go and grab that. 
Now, if you're already on my mailing list, that won't count. I'm not going to send this to everyone on my mailing list. This is specifically if you sign up wanting to access this course. So if you're already on my mailing list, you will need to make sure that you sign up again for this course so that you can access it. Now, once the course begins, I will no longer be allowing people to join the course. So you will have to wait until it ends when I will reopen and that'll be for a fee. And I'm looking for it to begin next Sunday, the 25th of August. So that's when this course is going to begin and that's this episode. And then after that, it's once a week. Once that course starts, you won't be able to join even for free, I'm afraid. And then you have to wait to access it again after it's finished come October time. um, And then you can join up for a small fee afterwards. So to clarify, if you want to access this course for free and you're listening before August the 25th, 2019, then you need to sign up at courses.trf.one forward slash TOTS. And I will send you login details for you to access the course for free. Alrighty. So without further ado, let's get into lesson one of the pod course. Now the series is outlined as so. Week one is going to be what we're doing today and that is all about what is well-being because I think it's been diluted down to something quite trivial and that's not what well-being actually is. So we're going to go into detail today about what it is and why you've not been feeling it if because you're probably looking in the wrong places. Week two is all about your emotional well-being. Week three is kind of the sciencey bit about well-being, what happens to our bodies and our minds. Week four are some really cool rules to live by when it comes to well-being. Week five, it's all about the physical aspects of your body and how that affects well-being. And week six is relaxation and mindfulness. And week seven is sleep and putting the course to bed, so to speak. So that's kind of what's coming up over the next couple of months. Um, As you can see, that is a lot of contents. It's more than just take a bubble bath every now and then. There is so much to this that most people don't really know about. So let's get straight into it. Okay, so well-being. What does it mean? What is it exactly? How do you know if you have it or you don't? It is a term that is being thrown about willy-nilly these days. And aside from being told we need to rest more and not work so hard... It's hard to know how to realistically apply this to our lives to make sure we are indeed being well, right? Well, what we do know is well-being is largely in your own hands. Yes, teaching is draining and exhausting and seems to take every possible resource we have as humans out of us, right? But it is our responsibility. And while a lot is out of our hands in teaching, there are things we can control. So well-being is about feeling like you have control over your existence. I know when I get to choose how I live my life, I feel wonderful. I think that's why we love our weekends and our summers so much, right? Because we're controlling our existence. But well-being is more than that. It's also about having a sense of belonging. When you feel like an outsider and are not welcome where you work or you're not liked by anyone that can seriously affect your well-being too but when you feel you belong are you not happier yes of course you are well-being is also about having a connection with others again when you have some friends or loved ones around you or even if you feel a strong connection with your students that also affects your well-being well-being is also about contributing meaningfully 
As teachers, I think we can all agree that we've got that one covered, right? We know we're contributing meaningfully to our society. We know our profession is incredibly meaningful in shaping the future and having an impact on young people. But some people do lose sight of why they do what they do. And when that happens, again, well-being is affected. Well-being is also about fulfilling your dreams and potential. I believe we all start off doing this, but if you're someone who has bigger or growing dreams but have been stuck doing the same thing for the past 15 years, you might just start feeling that your well-being is taking a toll on you too. I've noticed I start to get antsy after about three to five years usually. I feel like I've stopped growing and I have hit my five-year mark doing the same job where I currently am and I'm definitely feeling like my dreams and potential is expanding beyond where I am professionally and I do need to go about fulfilling it for my own well-being. I can feel it because I've trained myself to be sensitive to my well-being regarding things like this. Oh, but we're not done. (laughs) There is more to well-being. Yep, well-being is also about meeting expectations and aspirations. Now, these can be your own expectations or those of others. So when you do a good job and you're pleased with the results that your students get, for example, or if someone tells you how grateful they are that you taught their child and they really liked you and stuff, that can make you feel amazing. But it might also be that you have your own expectations to achieve, be it your students' results, your lesson observations, how you set up your classroom. Whatever your aspirations and expectations are can also play a large role in your well-being too. Here's another thing that affects well-being. I told you there was so much more to it than you might have realized. And that is not conforming and being true to yourself. Now, this one can be especially prevalent if you're in a school that has a particularly strong culture and doesn't take well to controversial ideas or people. Now, you'll know if you've experienced places like that before. But when you stick to your guns and you're true to yourself, that can have a very positive effect on well-being. You'll know how it makes you feel when you do something just to conform, even though it doesn't sit right with you. Well, that's also well-being. And like everything else I mentioned, is something you can control. So let's review all those things we've just talked about. Well-being is largely in your hands and can be affected by all the things that you can control, including feeling like you have control over your existence, having a sense of belonging, having a connection with others, contributing meaningfully, fulfilling your dreams and potential, meeting expectations and aspirations, and not conforming and being true to yourself. Attitude is also everything. We've talked about mindset a lot in the Teach on Teach Strong podcast, and it's important to re-emphasize this. Your attitude determines your degree of positive or negative well-being. A lot of our experiences in life come down to perception and how we interpret events in our lives, right? Now, you might not be able to flick a switch and suddenly, you know, poof, you have a positive attitude. But listening to podcasts like this and learning more about this kind of topic does something else to help you. And that's this. It raises awareness for you and encourages you to start paying attention to things that might have just been automatic for you, such as your perception and attitude. Once you recognize that, you can begin to consciously change it. So to sum up, generally speaking, Positive well-being is about the sense of fulfillment, believing you're able to achieve meaningful things in life. Sense of fulfillment, believing you are able to achieve meaningful things in life. 
But I'd also like to point out that this will look different for each person. And this is another thing where some of the advice we read about well-being doesn't help because it's kind of generalizing advice when actually we're all different and we're all going to be motivated by different things. For some, their sense of fulfillment might come from creativity or philanthropy. But for others, their sense of fulfillment might come from gaining wealth, power and status. Some people might have a combination of needs. Neither is good or bad. It's just how you define what meaningful means to you. So you can read up on all the well-being blogs you want that tell you how to take time for yourself and have a bubble bath and don't create at home. But actually, now that you know more about what well-being is, hopefully you can see that that kind of advice isn't quite cutting it, is it? It presumes that we all have the same sense of fulfillment, but we don't. It's okay if statement is important to you. It's okay if creativity is important to you. It's okay if none of those are important to you. The key is knowing what gives you a sense of fulfillment and working towards achieving that. So here is your action step for week one of the course. You are going to make a list of all the things that you value in life. And I mean everything. Just take some time to really think this through. Maybe it's your health. Maybe it's family, freedom, creativity, making a difference, being happy, you name it. There's no right or wrong. It's personal to you. So spend a decent amount of time thinking about this. Don't rush it. Once you have a list, you're going to narrow it down to your top 10 and then put those in order from one to 10 with one being the absolute most important. Now that might take some time. I know when I did this, it took me ages to try and prioritize them because there were some that I thought were equally as important to me. But if you force yourself, you can do it. And I've now got my list. Once you have this list, write it down somewhere where you can look at it often. It's really important because these are your guiding principles. They are the values that are most important to you. And by the way, they are subject to change as you change as a person. So do come back to this exercise often and rejig them as life changes. Think of these as your candle that are going to light the way for your well-being. So if you need to make a decision for your well-being, instead of just taking the advice from someone else that's telling you to drink all night when you don't like alcohol, (laughs) how is that advice any good for you? Instead, what you can do is look at your values and principles and ask yourself, How can I meet them? So if the most important thing to me is my health and I need to make a decision now, okay, do I stay and take on this extra responsibility and help this person even though I'm feeling like hell and I'm sick and if I keep going, I'm going to get even more sick? That's a no-brainer. It's like, no, my health's the most important thing to me. I can't do that. Look at your values. Perhaps someone's asked you to, to do this extra thing If growth and new experiences are high up on your values list, then actually, yeah, that might be a great thing to do for you. Even on the outside, it looks like you're taking on too much. And this is where other people advice is saying things like, oh, no, don't do it. I mean, okay, so here's an example. I was on scrolling Facebook recently and someone was asking advice on how they can manage teaching with something else that they wanted to do on the side. I think it was getting some kind of education in something. Almost every single piece of advice from everyone was don't do it, that's too much, don't do it, it's too much, don't do it, it's too much, you can't do it, you can't do it, you can't do it. And I was thinking, well, we don't know that. (laughs) We don't know that this person's values are different. They might be, their education is the most important thing to them. 
therefore that's what they need to do in order to feel fulfilled i'm not saying it's going to be easy but it's important to them so giving them the advice that they shouldn't do it and that they're crazy to do that isn't really helpful so your values as you can see are really important and you've got to be careful when you take advice from other people because their values are different to yours they are giving you advice based on their values and they're not wrong they just don't know what yours are so with things like well-being it's really important to know you to know your values to know what's important to you and live by those so this task is important for you to do if you want to achieve ultimate well-being for you which remember that means achieving a sense of fulfillment according to your personal values so i hope that was helpful in helping you understand more about what well-being actually is and how you can begin to work out what well-being means for you based on your personal values because it's not the same for everyone as the media has led us to believe. It's become, well-being's become a bit of a buzzword and I think there's a bit of miscommunication out there on what it means. So hopefully this has helped clear that up. Remember, if you want access to the rest of the lessons in this well-being series, you can get them if you're listening before August the 25th. And to sign up, all you need to do is go to courses.trf.one forward slash TOTS. Now, if you don't get in before August the 25th, then you cannot access this course again until the relaunch in two months time. By then, there will be a small fee for it. This is only free for you right now for being such a loyal listener. Even though I've been gone for a while, you're here on time, waiting, listening to the episode. So you are the one that gets rewarded. Okay, so I hope you will join me next week where we'll talk about the person-centered approach to emotional well-being, what you can do and how you can think to positively impact your well-being. As for the podcast, I do not know when another episode will be out, but when it is out, it's because I have something incredibly important to say or because you've asked me a really important question. So keep checking in and do contact me at katie@teachersresourceforce.com if you do have questions. I'll be happy to answer them for you. And if you are starting a brand new school year, I hope it is going incredibly well. Or if you haven't started yet, I hope you have a fantastic start. I start in September. We can do this. <laughs> if you have any questions at any point, please reach out. And I look forward to hearing from you. Speak to you next time. Bye. Bye.